Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Feldman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. I had a friend call the other day. Yes, a phone call. Crazy, right? Remember those? (laughs) He was just freaked out about some relatively minor change in his aquarium, like in full-on panic, like had to be talked down from the edge kind of panic. Like, what was it that was freaking him the fuck out so bad? Well, the lighting looked different in his reef tank this morning when it came on. Now, don't laugh to us reef guys. That's a super big deal. But he was freaked that all of his corals would just be shocked and stressed and die and whatever. Everything looked different. I mean, it was bad, right? Now, upon going through the normal third-party due diligence fish tank geek diagnosis stuff, it turned out that his toddler had grabbed a hold of his iPhone, which just happened to be open and just happened to have the LED light control app on it for his lighting system. And those little fingers accidentally changed the program. One quick little swipe later and his corals were enjoying the same lighting conditions that they had for the last two years. This little incident was the aquarium equivalent of a cloudy day in Fiji. That's it. There was no meltdown, no harm, no damage, except to my friend's blood pressure, of course. Now, the point of of this little story was not to illustrate my insane aquarium problem solving skills or my intuitive nature. I mean, it was just dumb luck that it was like the second thing that we looked at. But that being said, my friend's drama, and it was drama, was just an example of how we as aquarists know what's normal for our tanks and tend to sound the alarm from any deviation from said norm. Not a bad thing, but the concerns that we have sometimes drive us to crazy solution. Like my friend literally about to pull the trigger on a new $500 lighting system to replace the quote-unquote damaged one before really troubleshooting. Okay, it's an extreme case and he happened to be able to afford it, but the mindset is fairly common in my experience with a lot of reefers and serious hobbyists. Have you noticed that as you become more experienced in the hobby, you tend to do more but pay attention to less? It's kind of a strange uh, dichotomy. Like, you're very aware of how the environment is functioning in your, in your aquarium. You understand the, the way your equipment is supposed to operate. You have a great grasp on the needs of your fishes and what's normal for them. Yet, you tend to focus on just a few things, right? As botanical method aquarium enthusiasts like we are, you really tend to hyper-focus on a few interesting things, like how to prepare botanicals, how to add them. You're acutely aware over time of what is considered normal for this type of an aquarium. After an absurd amount of indoctrination and discussion over the past few years, we as a community no longer freak out about the appearance of biofilms, the deep tint of the water, fungal growth, detritus, all that stuff. Instead, now we actually celebrate in which hats, which hash, uh, with hashtags, boy, I cannot talk today, and, and, and fun stuff like that. And we focus on what we would consider deviations from the norm that we've come to expect from these types of tanks kind of an interesting thing, isn't it? We have a lot of hobbyists concern when the visual tint starts fading a bit. The big, you know, allure, the dark tinted water is really important to many of them. And when we lose that look, it's a source of consternation. Time to reach for more leaves and bark and, or, well, not. Maybe it depends. Our fishes tend to hang out in certain parts of our tanks pretty much all the time, right? And we tend to be concerned when they're not hanging out where we expect them, thinking that something's wrong. Maybe, maybe they're hanging out in a spot that's best suited for their needs today. 
Perhaps we tend to project our own needs on what the fishes do. And of course, being wild creatures, they react to their environment in a manner that's appropriate for their comfort and safety. Yet we see those cichlids in that different part of the, you know, the driftwood area and we assume the worst. Maybe, just possibly, they're getting ready to spawn. Maybe something good, actually. Maybe. We notice when the water might be a little bit cloudy or somehow soupy. And we know exactly how the water should look under what for us is typical, perhaps crystal clear yet deeply tinted. When there's a deviation from that, we snap to attention and we try to see what caused it. Perhaps it's simply the result of one or more of our botanicals breaking down a bit more than, you know, when a layer of tissue gives way and released more lignin and stuff into the water. Cause for alarm? Probably not. However, we observe, we investigate, and we often worry. We know the smell of a healthy tank, earthy, pleasant, almost kind of woodsy. And if that smell is somehow different than the one that we know to be perfect, we immediately begin to troubleshoot. Yes, bad smells are a signal that something's amiss. Different smells, however, are a sign that something is, well, different. Not necessarily bad, but just different, right? I think it's a real testimony to our dedication, to our understanding and experience with aquariums and fishes when we take notice of subtle differences and changes in our tanks and get concerned. It's a sign that we know what is normal and what is different. The real test is how we respond to these new bits of information. Most of us, despite having invested lots of time, energy, money, and devotion to our fishes, don't just freak out and panic, initiating some un, you know, rehearsed disaster protocol that takes us in all sorts of directions. Rather, we tend to look at the available data and analyze what's going on, like really quickly, and then research what the solution is before charging into action or not. And that's a good thing. It's good because I feel that, quite frankly, rushed reactions to things that might not be real problems often result in consequences that are far worse than whatever problem precipitated the response in the first place. <laughs> Yikes. And I use the word problem in air quotes because it may not even be a problem. It just makes sense for us as hobbyists to focus on why whatever is normal for our tank as opposed to just what is normal. This way we can understand our fishes and their environment even more intimately. And what's a, what is a good thing that, you know, whatever is the way it is, just knowing that something's not the way it's always been, bef you know, before isn't, you know, portending disaster. Particularly if we don't understand why these things you know, were the way they were for so long before. I mean, change can be a good thing, right? Yeah. So my brief, simplistic, and really, really tortured point here based on a phone call. Have you noticed how many of my podcasts, by the way, are based on phone calls I've had with my friends? I must have some really crazy fish friends, which some of which have been guests on the show and some you probably don't know yet, but uh, I have some crazy fish friends and I'm very lucky for that. But, you know, the tortured point here is to understand, not just to pick on my friends, but it's to understand why things are the way they are with your aquarium. Then figure out what could have caused whatever this change was from what you consider normal. And you'll probably find out pretty quickly why things changed in the first place. And it's probably not as big a deal as you think it is. But you probably knew that already, right? Yeah, maybe it's just me. Anyways, that's today's very brief philosophical pondering from your highly caffeinated fish geek this morning. Stay vigilant, stay observant, stay focused, stay engaged, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Fellman from Sanon Aquatics. Thanks for spending a very brief period of time with me this morning, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tint.